everybody. Hey, what's going on, guys? I am Janae Strother. I'm Sean Spencer. Back. We are back. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I gotta go out and let. Hold up. This. All right, all right, all right. I am Janae Struthers. I am Sean Spencer. And this is Let's Talk Football. Just because I love to talk football, I spread love for my guys that love to talk football. Let somebody mm. holler. I want to talk football. All I want to hear is Let's Talk Football. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Sean Spencer, one half of that dynamic dude that's Let's Talk Football. And I'm here on Wednesday. Happy Hub Day, Washington Football Weekly! Let's go! Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, before I even introduce the shirtless wonder or South Carolina's uh, eggplant, we got to go over to my right. We got somebody who's back with us, baby. Mr. Moral Support himself, Anton <laughs> What's up, baby boy? How you doing, man? What's good, fellas? What's yes, good? sir. Welcome back. Let's yeah. go. So glad to have time. you. About time to show up. <laughs> hey, mm -hmm. hey, we kept your you seat it. for you. <laughs> hey. Mm. <laughs> Hold you on the You've kept my seat warm. You've kept my seat warm. <laughs> but it has some cobwebs on it, but it's all great because you're back, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, but we have to start the show. Uh, Ab mentioned it um, last week. We we uh, we lost. We lost a legend. Um, not not too long ago, uh, Earl DMX Simmons passed away from complications from a heart attack. He was on life support for a while. Ab, man, you I mean you had you had mentioned you had said your thing to him when he was on life support, man. You you got anything you want to say? I know this might, might must have been hard for you. Um, so uh just reaching back from the uh last week's show, like uh, I expressed how far back I go back with um with him. Never had the chance to meet him, but honestly, uh through his music, I did meet this man and it meant a lot to me. Like his music meant a lot to me, and honestly, I know everybody. Um, everybody felt something when Kobe died. I, I, you know, what I'm saying that was a legend that died to everybody. Everyone felt like hurt from that. Um, other deaths, Michael Jackson. Like I'm trying to tell you, everybody. Like when someone dies, like the celebrity, whether you meet them or not, you feel a certain type of way. This one right here kind of like hit me. And it hit me hard and I didn't feel right for about a week. And it like, it just, it, it touched me and it hit me in a different type of way. And honestly, I'm, I'm the type of person that like, I'm sad that he's gone, but I'm also glad that he's not in pain anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's, what's important to me. Like this man's not hurting. He's on pain. And honestly, like, I think I speak for a, a lot of people out there. It's like X, you done 
so much so for much. us. Like his music touched us. I'm trying to tell you, like it's it's like you are a special, special person. You and alone, bro. I, you yeah, and so to me, honestly, <sighs> please rest easy. We got it down here, you know. Um, just rest easy, and I just want to let you know we appreciate you. We appreciate you so much. Rest Amen. easy, my Amen. man. Well said, man. Yeah. Well said. Very well said. Ab, I loved what you said last week about, you know, listening to him before football games. And, you know, folks that are our age, he hyped everybody up. Man. I mean, like you talk about legendary. Yeah, and and what I think is so so special about his music was it crossed genres. Yeah. They showed all this stuff from him at like um, was it like Lollapalooza or you know some like rock concert, and DMX is, is the is the the highlight. I was supposed to go to a concert where it was it was going to be DMX and Limp Bizkit in DC. <laughs> And unfortunately, DMX didn't make it that night. I don't know why. Uh, 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 but I was, I was equally uh, hyped to see DMX as it was Limp Bizkit. And it was like his music could cross those genres. You said, I mean, he hyped everyone up. He was legendary. And, and like you said, I mean, his music's not going to it's not gonna end because all I've done is fire it up and play it. Yep. You know? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And you got anything on it? No, no I mean – Dude, I, from the point, my sister is six years older than me, and I stole her his like his his CD from her room. So like it was an emphasis to try and hear like a lot of that music from me as a younger kid. You know, I wanted to be you know listening to all that stuff. And when he came out with Great Depression, that was my first CD I bought. Hmm. So like from from hearing him from my sister and hearing him on my own, like he did mean a lot. And the way he talked to people, the way he made himself feel like a bigger man than he actually was. It just, it's a whole different character and it actually resonates through a lot of us. And, you know, I feel for you and I hope, you know, safe travels for on, for going and wherever you're going next Wednesday too, man. No doubt. No doubt. Bless you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I think y'all, y'all said it, y'all hit the nail on the head. Um, Will, you're absolutely right. And everybody else is doing it. They're firing up his songs, playing that stuff over and over, but not even, not just the, the hype ones, man. Some of the ones that you don't even think about. Like, I remember he did one for what Cradle with the Grave that he did with Jet Lee, that he did one with uh, oh Aaliyah. Oh, my God. Uh, back in one piece, man. Don't do me greasy now. Look, look, you about to open the floodgates down there. I mean, we all, I mean, we obviously, and I know this one hit 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 you, man, but Slipping was, I mean, you know, everybody's like rough riding an anthem, but Slipping was my anthem. Right, falling. I can't get up. I'm trying to go. Phases, the phases to find my way. You know what I mean, like that. I, you know, I it it did something. But one of the things, and I I posted this on my page. One of the things that really hit me was the interviews he did, because he talks about the blessing and the curse, and that he's he was real. You know, everybody talks about being real and 100 and all this. He was that. He would tell you straight up. He would say cats like he would talk. He did one of the latest interviews where he was like. You know, I don't like Drake. He's like, yo, Ja Rule. I mean, um, J. Cole, he cool. Yeah, I mean, 
I don't mess with Jay-Z. I don't mess with, like, he was real, and that's what it was. A lot of people didn't like that. You know what I mean? He had, you know, he had, everybody has their demons they fighting with, but he was real, man. He was just, yeah. he let it out. He came from his heart, man. And X, man, you will truly be missed. You truly be missed. Rest easy, man. From Washington Football League Weekly, man, we're with you. Real quick, I also want to shout out, I shouted him out uh, a week ago, uh, my old next door neighbor, Jen Allen's um, dad, uh, Bo. Bo Allen, in and out the hospital. Um, we're saying he's kind of, he's fragile. His bones ain't what they used to be. He's got pain and they don't, they're just not understanding where it's coming from. And it, he's just really been dealing with it. So, you know, I, I he's an amazing man. I want to give him and his flowers while he's on this side. I'm not, you know, trying to talk about him as we're talking about DMX and all that stuff. I want to do positive. So shout out to him, prayers to him. Yo, but we are Washington Football Weekly. So let's turn them frowns upside down with a little segment we call like it love it or hate it <laughs> let's go Easy. yo so this week on like it love it or hate it we have many a plethora of topics to discuss but first and foremost <laughs> and i will let you start washington releases the son of the great randy moss thaddeus Moss at tight end. How you feel about this, Am? <laughs> mm. I mean, I mean, what can I say like about it? Like, honestly, like uh I like the potential that was there. Um uh obvious he's um Hall of Famer's son. So honestly, I think a lot of people try to be like, well, if just uh fraction of what his father just like it goes is like like just follows to him then he would be awesome on this team like I, I think a lot of people think that way but uh like the team released him and I I don't like it because essentially he didn't even have a chance to play he didn't even have a chance to try out like and that that's my that's my biggest thing like you release a person before he even has a chance to try out. So honestly, I'm not too hell bent, heartbroken on it. But at the same time, I just give a young brother a chance. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's, that's my only side on it. It's like, give him a chance to at least show you something. But the whole time he was here, he's on IR. So what have yeah. you seen out of him while he was on IR that was just like, oh, F him, get him out of here. Like, right. I, I, like it wasn't like he was a lot against the cap either. So it just, it, it, it seems like a dumb move to me, especially with uh, training camp and everything like that. And especially when we only have literally uh, one, one tight end yeah. before we released him. So, yeah. Will, what you think, man? Yeah, I'm. I'm with you, Ab. I was more confused over it. Um, I, like you said it perfectly. Everyone saw what he did in the national championship and that run for LSU. And if you think, I mean, I don't think he dropped a pass in college that that senior season. And he caught, you know, first downs and, and touchdowns, and it was like everything he did, he caught was big. You know, but you also have to remember he had Clyde Edwards-Hilaire on his team. He had Justin Jefferson. 
He had the year they won the Natty, this dude, Jamar Chase, that sat out. So it was like, it was also one of these things, well, you can't cover everyone. So someone's got to be open. And he kind of capitalized. But more importantly, it's why cut him now? Like, what what are you saving by, by releasing him right now? I do remember in training camp last year, because he was the fan, he was the hype machine for all the fans. And several reporters were just saying that, he was struggling and they're like, this guy is either not going to, he's not going to make the team. And so essentially by putting him on IR with that ankle injury, it allowed them to keep him for the whole season and no one else could pick him up. So then if you did that, why did you cut him right now? You know, it, like you said, it's not a big cut. It's not a big deal, but it's like, I agree with you. Like we could have at least given him a shot, but at least I'll give him this credit. He went to the Bengals. He went back to his old college quarterback. So if you're going to pick places, he picked, you know, who's the Bengals tight end? You know, he he picked a spot just with us where he saw it as a, a chance to make a roster. So I, I give him that credit. Yep. Yep. And what you got, man? Man, I, I agree with, with you guys on a lot of points. You know, I'm saying, you know, give the young brother a chance. Like, that is the one thing, like, I it sucks. Like, we did the same thing to Juice. He had his ankle injury out all year. We tried to give him a chance, and he messed up. And this hey, is almost the same. Hey, and who are you talking about? Juice. You're talking about Geist? Yeah. Darius Geist? Yes. Okay. All Darius right. Geist. That's, yeah. I mean, we call him Juice, but. Okay. There um, I didn't know who you're talking about. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Darius Geist. Yeah, you don't elaborate for us, man. When, when you make up your own name. I didn't know him called Juice. <laughs> no. <laughs> you really, gotta let us know, bro. <laughs> All right, go, go, go. Welcome hey. back. You know, we, haven't, we haven't even get on you, man. You've been going. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm that. That was just playing, man. I'm not. I'm not even upset. Just no. But anyways, <laughs> anyways. Now he he. It's kind of like the same scenario, but I think it's more the Washington. Like, let's not go down this road again. Mm-hmm. Let's not give a youngster a chance when and let him mess us up. And I don't think they believed in Thaddeus enough in order to cut him this late. Mm-hmm. To think, all right, he might have give us potential rather than think, okay, we can move on with him and try and get somebody else that actually will give us something. And I think that's where the Redskins are, the the Washington football team are now, is they're like, mm-hmm. all right, we need somebody productive now, not wait till he gets better, not try and do something. They're ready for the field. And that's and that's the and going with what we're about to talk about next, it just seems like it like what you just said. That what have you done for me lately? You know, we know what Thaddeus did in college, but in the NFL, what did uh, oh, I can't even think? Jerry Glanville say stands for not for long, and it stands for not for long if you can't stay on the field. Yeah. So unfortunately, he has been IR. This seems like one of those moves. It was like Clint, we're gonna clear out some space so we can bring somebody in who can actually get on the field. That's what it looks like. Um, I never, I wasn't, I never grew an attachment to Thaddeus Moss outside of him being the son again, of Randy man. Moss. And, and and since he never played, it was kind of like there was nothing that was really bringing me in. I hate yeah. to see him go like this, but it it just brings back that. The loss at this point, right? And, and but it was stupid though because it's like you said, we had Logan Thomas. And that's it. Like why? Would, what were you planning doing? Running a one tight end offense? Like it didn't make sense. But that's what I'm saying right here is like, especially this time of year, like uh, if I don't know if the rules revert back from um, before COVID, but 
you're allowed 90 players on your roster to right. start right. off. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, and especially when you only have one other tight end on your <laughs> team. Like, <laughs> what do you do? Like, literally, yeah, they're, they're like, everybody. It? it don't make sense. It honestly does not make sense. Did they just let no. Cam or Sims go? Sims. Cam what? Sims? No, he's still on the team. Oh, we resigned him. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I thought we but he resigned. Right. All right, and to move on, one of the reasons why I actually think they did do this, and I'm coming to you first. Um, Washington signs tight end, former Tulane basketball player, Samis Reyes, 6'5, 260, born in Chile. What you think about this, Anton? I like him. He's a he's a good size, good mm-hmm. speed. Exactly what we kind of need first ball. And I think he might if if the coaches help him enough, I think he could be a help on the run block. We need it. You know, if we expect what we're gonna expect from McKissick and Gibson, I think I think that would work on the benefit of our sides because then we can definitely have a two tight end um offense and have another blocker there. Yeah. Yeah, Will. Hey, um, you know, I had no idea who this guy was. You know, this signing shocked the heck out of me. I was like, who is this guy? The the thing that's kind of intriguing about it is I guess after his workout at Florida, there were like 20 teams who reached out to him expressing interest. Us, yeah. You know, so maybe, you know, just like – Thaddeus Moss chose us as an undrafted free agent. So maybe it's a situation where he says, there's an opportunity there for me. You know, apparently he said that he lived in the D.C. area this past year, so he's already yeah. the things. Um, hey, let's let, let's let's uh, fire up the hype machine. You know, everyone's already <laughs> doing it. Uh, what's the old tight end Logan Paulson said uh, yesterday that he's got better hands than Jimmy Graham and he thinks he can do even better. So, you know, let, let's fire Wow. Why not? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> wow. <hype enough. laughs> Are you believing the hype, man? What you think? I'm not. Honestly, I, it just shows to me how dumb DC is and how, like, literally, am I, like, to me, it, like, literally, like, this guy hasn't played a dick of football and everybody is hyped on this man for what? Like, honestly, like, everyone's ready to throw Thaddeus Moss that's actually played on a winning team, winning championship team in college. But, wow, look at this new guy, this flashy new thing that hasn't even played football before. Wait, what? What? Come on, college does he don't. Not even, does he know what a football is? Does he know what it looks like? No, 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 but it's okay. It's all right that he doesn't know what a football is. Like, <laughs> he is tall and he's somewhat fast, and that's awesome. Like, come on, man. Like, Washington, like, honestly, I'm not dogging this man, but for real, man, like, we, we let go of a tight end that's actually established, that's actually played football for many, many a years. Yeah. For a tryout player, like that's essentially what we just did. We let go of a player that's played football for all his life for a player that wants to try out for the team. 
Mr. Moral Support coming and through. And everybody, and everybody's jumping on it. Like it's like, like that's smart. And it's not like honestly, it, it, to me, to me, how you really give feel. the young brother a chance. Give the young yeah. brother a chance. I'm all about it. But I it's I'm not liking this, bro. I'm not. Everyone like DC, DC don't know what they're talking about. Nobody knows what they're talking about. You know what I'm saying? And it's just until he shows something on the field, how are we jumping all in on this dude? Exactly. Absolutely. Hey, shout out. We got a couple people watching real quick. I want to shout out Josh Epperson, who's agreeing with you, Ab. He's saying dude's probably a practice squad player. You know what I mean? He might not, he might not even make the team. Shout out to my guy, Anthony Handy, Zagnet Productions. Check out his podcast. He's inspiring, man. He's got big things going. But he's saying, you know what it is? It's basically that Dan wants to test the theory that, like, if you bring a solid, like a Jimmy Graham or a Braun, you know how they say he can transition? They want to test the theory that a basketball player can transition, like Antonio Gates or something. Shout out to you. Hey, I, I'm with y'all, man. I Look, I, I hadn't heard of this guy. What I read up about him is that he he always dreamed to play basketball, and he didn't make it in the NBA. So then somehow he got a tryout with us, and then all of a sudden play. You know now he's on the team. I I I, I can't. Hey, I I don't know. I don't I don't it's know what his motivation is at this point. It's hey look. If he does good for us, that's great. But I mean, there's plenty of other people available that we could have picked up. Sean, let me say this too. The fact that he's never played football before and he's a basketball player, I'm going to just put it out there. That just means he's lighting the ass, bro. Like, that's all it is. It means he's lighting the ass and he can't, like, honestly, the first good hit he takes, right. he's done. Like, I, that's all it is. And, like, and that's what we really need to say. It's like these I'm trying to tell you, I, Sean, you remember, all these basketball players could yep. not sit with us. <laughs> they tried to cross over. Like, they, were like, they, like, they were like, oh, we need a wide receiver. Why don't you come out and play football with us next year? Oh, I'm going to do it next year, but my the way my ankle is set up. And, and like, <laughs> that's how they did it. And then the next year, they come out, not even two weeks. No, Not even they, two weeks. They didn't last through two days. No, no, bro, sir. It's like they, <laughs> it's not. They're not about this life, man. Right. They're not. So, nah, man. Nah. Until he shows me something, I can't be on his. Uh, I can't be on this train, bro. I can't. Um, you're you're so right. Every year in March, there's some basketball player playing in college, and then they talk about giving him the chance in the NFL as a tight end. You know, was it VCU's Mo Alley Cox who actually has made it? You know, yep. played, but but it's taken him a long while. Remember when George Mason made that run to the Final Four? And yep. they're a big dude. They, you know, he he tried out for the Giants. It's like it's every year at this time they go, oh, he's a basketball player. He's a big guy. Yeah. He could be a tight end. He could be a tight end in the NFL. Shut up. <laughs> Hey, and it, look, it's very rare that it happens. You don't have very many crossover players in any sport. I mean, you know you have Bo Jackson, you have Dion, but these guys were Hall of Famer. I mean, Bo, yeah. it's up in the air because he didn't play as long, but still, they were, that of type of caliber, they were that caliber of player. You know, even when you look at, uh, we were talking about Jimmy Graham, he was dominant in the U. Antonio Gates learned the position and played it well. This guy, 
we, I don't, we don't even know if he's played major ball. You know what I mean? Because Tulane is not major. You know, you know, with their football program or whatever. But yo, but we got we have to move on, man. And like six, it, look, five ain't that big either, bro. Not. And six, two sixty is not that big. Yeah, two sixty not that big either. Now I will say he did run a four six forty, so not super fast, but I definitely like that he's got a little bit of wheels. And if we can bring out some positives, but bring Vernon we, Davis back. That's it. I mean, there you go. I mean, he owned in dirt, but let's go. <laughs> but, yo, we on to Washington's schedule has come out, so I am going to add this to the stream. Uh, you can see we have Atlanta in Atlanta, in Carolina, in Dallas, in Denver, in Green Bay, in New York, go to the Ravens, go, go to Philly. Uh, then we got New York, the Giants, Cowboys, Philly, all coming here. New Orleans coming here. Tampa, Kansas City, an upstart uh, Chargers team. Seattle with all their issues, and then we and we also go to Buffalo. Now the dates and all that stuff have not been set or anything just yet, um, but those are a list of the uh, squads we will be playing. Will I'm going to come to you, man? I mean, you see, we got New Orleans, KC. Um, and uh, Tampa Bay all coming here. We got to go to Buffalo. We got to go to Green Bay. What you think, Will? Uh, you know I love my Washington football team. Let me see if I'm doing this backwards. I'm, I'm a little nervous about what we're going to be seeing a lot of next year. <laughs> I mean, when, when you win first place, you, you, you get the first place schedule. And we all know we weren't exactly a first place team last year. So now we're playing all of our opponents. We, we get the first place guy. Um, from the from the other division, so that's going to be pretty tough. Playing Green Bay, playing Tampa Bay, Kansas City, you know, and I think actually that's like the whole division we play. But yeah, it's going to be a tough schedule next yeah. year. I, I'm not too optimistic just yet about it, even with all the improvements they're making. I think next year is going to be a, be a grind. But hopefully, the whole rest of the NFC East is a, is is a grind. It can be the NFC least again, and we can we can just grind out enough. But I don't I don't think uh, I think we got a tough next year. Yeah, yeah. Ah, man, what you got? Uh, scroll up for me a, a little bit, because um, yeah. um, honestly, I could argue that we possibly could lose every home game. <laughs> like, <laughs> for real. <laughs> like, that is an argument for real, for real. Like, we could lose every yeah. home game, bro. Uh, the division games are different. I'm not talking. I'm talking outer division games, but yeah. outer division games, we could legit lose almost every game. And um, I see Kansas City. I think that game might be closer than anybody. Like I know, I know a lot of people will be like, "Oh, we're gonna get crushed in that game." But y'all need to realize that Kansas City let go of two their two offensive tackles, all, starting mm -hmm. offensive tackles this year. So uh, depending on the time of year we play them, it might be a closer game and to a more competitive game. Can you scroll up for me? Let me see the, the top part. Yep. So Atlanta, Carolina, Dallas, Denver. Uh, yeah. The away yeah. games we were competitive in the home games we're gonna it's gonna be it's, it's gonna, gonna be a lot hard of up. <laughs> it's gonna be some hard up shit. So glad I'm not a season ticket holder. <laughs> you know, <laughs> telling me, 
It's gonna be rough. It's gonna be yeah. rough. Yeah, it's going to be like a 500 year, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at right now. Like Atlanta, was it? Scroll down a little bit. Like Kansas City would be it. Like I would want to say Tampa Bay might be a chance for us, even though they are Super Bowl champions. But we have their tag as of last year. Like their def- our defense stepped up to their offense, regardless of how much how much they are on the field by next year. I think we could we would give them a close game just because we already started to work out how their offense played. What y'all think, think about that being the first game of the year? Atlanta. Ooh. Y'all remember so Super Bowl champion goes against a team, another team. And so we were the one team that was competitive against them in the playoffs. Yeah. That might be yeah. a possibility right there. I'm telling you, man, like art like that would be a good game. That yeah. really, like, I could see, you know, Dallas Giants, Eagles. Yeah, that's all our conference. That's a toss up. Mm-hmm. But like Saints, because they're going to have a new quarterback next year. That's going to be like a whole half a year for them to really find out if that works out for them. So I'm going to go, I'm going to call for us to win that game. But like Tampa Bay, Seattle, LA, like, I'm on the fence for us just because Seattle's going to have a mixture of a lot of new people on their team. Mm-hmm. They've got a whole year to figure that out. And LA is just, they're going to be fighting within their division more than they are going to be with us. And, yeah. you know, I think we're just going to take it from them. So, you know, you got to look at this schedule and this is kind of what we can be thinking about with, with the draft here. Look how many franchise quarterbacks we're going to be going up against. Just look through those and how many of those teams have their – That's what I was seeing. I get know, like as good as we talk about about our defense, what, I see maybe, you know, Carolina's an unknown right now, Denver, Locke, but – and then you – obviously the Giants. But outside of our divisions, like, those are franchise quarterbacks at every single one of those teams. Mm-hmm. As much as we praise our defense, they better get ready next year. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, that's the challenge. That's going to be their challenge next year is, you know, they took everybody's name last year for how they proved that they could step up. They could be there. Everybody on the line was going to push. And, you know, I I really do feel for that fact right there is like there's going to be a lot of, you know, quarterbacks saying we're just going to demolish them. You know, Buffalo is going to be there. But I really feel like that is a good fact to think about going into next year. And again, we don't know when exactly um, these games will be played. As you can see, it says date to be determined. Um, so I, I, Ab, to your point, I would love if we were that that uh, that exclusive first game season opener. We did give Tampa everything that they could ask for. We, we yep. played them to the end. And let's be honest, Chase Young has something to prove. Yeah, he he said his piece. He said he called out the GOAT, the GOAT on the way to his Super Bowl, did what he did, and Chase didn't play the best of games. Not just not to the level that we expect him to play. So that I'm I'm eager to see them step up. Um, I, I the game I'm honestly worried about is that Chargers game. I think they're gonna have a revamped team. I think with Bosa and and um you got the quarterback Herbert. I think they got some move. They made some moves in the whole line. Like I really kind of am worried about that. But 
eight and eight is kind of what I, I agree with uh, where we're going to go. What are you saying, Ab? Oh, uh, I would. I was going to argue that the whole defense didn't play up to what we thought they were going to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? If anything, which was surprising, the offense was the the best part of that game, um, that playoff game. Like, we, the offense was the one that um, showed out more than the defense did. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what I was surprised with. I agree with you. The Chargers game, like, I think all those teams are going to be revamped except for Denver. Uh, yeah. I think Denver is, uh, unless they pick up a quarterback this year, I don't think you can really say too much about Denver at all. But um, what do you guys think? Of, I mean, Green Bay hasn't really done a whole lot either as well. Uh, Green Bay has legit so got Aaron Rodgers. Right. They were they yeah, were a field goal fourth down decision from the from the Super- yeah they, they still got Aaron Rodgers man. And if anybody carries the team on their back, it's Aaron Rodgers. Like yeah. like he they said f you and your wide receivers Aaron Rodgers and what yeah. did this dude do? Became MVP, bro. Come on, man. Yep. Come on, and, 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 and he hosted Jeopardy, so yeah, that's it. <laughs> so that, that's that's too, dis- too distracted, <laughs> you know. All right, man. So, look, let's move on. And one more thing that we do have, and like it, love it, or hate it, Michael Lombardi said that. And, and Will, I'm gonna go to you because uh, you know exactly who this guy is. Michael Lombardi said Washington loves Trey Lance, and amid all these trades, that Washington's the next team to move up. So, Will, like it, love it, or hate it? I hate it. But more importantly, I, I think it's completely false. Yeah. I think he has a clue as to what he's saying. Yeah. Tell me, if you look at our free agency, did we know any of the players that we were going after? Maybe Curtis Samuel. We had an, an idea. But when they signed that Monday night, they signed Fitz. Didn't that surprise us? I don't think we talked yeah. about Fitzpatrick at all on this show as a possibility. Yeah. Um, in Jackson, we weren't really talking about him as like, hey, I think this is, you know, we said we liked him, but we weren't like, here's one I really think they're going to go after because I thought he'd be too expensive. Yeah, I thought, I thought Sean uh, said Fitzpatrick. Did I said I liked him. I said I liked him, but I didn't, didn't think we were going to go fit. after him. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. Just, I said I liked him. I wished for him. Yeah. Well, the the thing I've noticed <laughs> about this regime is there are no leaks coming out of Ashburn anymore. Right. Right. You know? The, the local reporters who really know these guys are not getting information. In. So I think Lombardi is talking out of his ass, you know, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. But I will say this. If Trey Lance, if they want or like Trey Lance and he were to come to, to D.C., that would be the situ- one of the situations that would be advantageous for him, for him to do what Dwayne Haskins didn't, which was sit for a year because they've got Fitzpatrick, there is no pressure to play this guy and let him let him learn and, and develop. So they are in a bad situation for him because I don't think he's a day one starter. I don't think you can go necessarily. And I will say some of the other Division One AA quarterbacks that have been hyped the way he is. You're talking Carson Wentz, Joe Flacco, um, not as high, but Jimmy Garoppolo had you know and. They've turned out in the NFL. So if you're you're worried about can can guys like that make make the jump, there have been others. But the point for me is I don't want to move up like that. And and I don't think this is the year 
to make that move. I would rather them do that next year. I want them to build the team, then go after the quarterback. So there's a lot of hate there for me is why I, I hope Lombardi is talking out of his book. Yeah. And I, I got to shout out, Ab, man. I'm coming to you next, Ab, because there, this, I, I, I hate it because this, like you said, well, it is BS. But like you said, Ab, we've been moving real slow and doing things differently. Like, like you, like you, I was sitting here hitting you guys up. Wait, you know, we're not doing anything. We're not doing anything. You said, wait, we're just going to do a nice. And all the moves we made it, like you said, they have been people that were not like, like Chris Hamill, maybe, but some of the other ones were like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? I mean, I was excited about Fitz and everything, but I think this is just them blowing smoke up. Like when they have those three team trades and all that nonsense that they're coming up with. And and, and I think this is the same propaganda machine that hyped up Mr. Uh, Sam, Samus Reyes as the next, you know, second coming of a great tight end. You know what I mean? I think this is just all that ish that comes out before the draft just to get people, the clickbait against people interested in this. Um, I like Trey Lance, but he comes from, he went to uh, North Coast State, correct? Yeah. Bison. Who's the last quarterback to make it big at a North North Coast State? Wentz. Wentz. And what's he doing? Barely hanging Uh, on in Indianapolis. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so Ab, cut, cut the, hey, look, I, I mean, you know, injury, yeah, hey, you know what? I'm going to stop talking. Ab, go to you, man. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, first off, I don't think D.C. is, a, like, to me, I've said this before, D.C. is not the spot to groom a quarterback. Like, it really isn't, especially a quarterback you mortgage the, the farm for, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Especially – if you do it for a black quarterback, like mm. the dude, like let, let's give this, like let's put it out there like that. Like, um, I mean, he's half black, right? Like, I'm not even, mm. like, I'm not trying to make fun or like the dude's got some now, melatonin now, in him, right? Like now, Ab, now, Ab, on the color scheme, he's a little higher, like you. He, you know, he he ain't one of the, the field brothers, I guess. He's a little higher skin. <laughs> if we don't go there, let's be all the way with honey. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. The man is speechless. <laughs> the guy got some melatonin in him, man. <laughs> Don't he? Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So, all I'm saying is. All I'm saying is we aren't the most patient with our quarterbacks, one, and to add the fact that he's black is not going to be on his side. Mm -hmm. So to move up for this man, it literally we would be doing him a disservice. Mm -hmm. I I wholeheartedly think it would be a a disservice. And just like you were saying, Sean, um, was it Mike, Mike Lombardi? He's not. He's not putting. He's he's sitting there saying we need a quarterback and uh, we have eight picks in the draft so we can make moves and and he's looking at Dan Schneider, the old Dan Schneider, and he's like, oh oh, he's gonna jump and and like Dan Schneider goes after what he wants. Dan Schneider hasn't controlled this team in years, bro. So mm-hmm. let's be real about that and let's like the. And this is why we argue what you guys argue with me is because no one takes into factor what Ron Rivera is. 
and how Ron, Ron Rivera moves. Ron Rivera has been moving slowly and he's not a person to jump jump to get what he wants. He's like, if it falls to me, bet. All like bet, like let's let's do that. But he's not the type of person to be like, I'm a I'm going to trade two first rounders next like for the next two years to get a, to try to win now. You know what I'm saying? Like these wins last year just fell in his lap and he was like, okay, I'm gonna move, I'm gonna move accordingly. But that's where Michael Lombardi is thinking of. He's thinking this is the old Redskins. Or mm-hmm. yeah, let, let me just say that the old Redskins, yeah. Yeah. Yes. not yes. Washington exactly. football team, the yep. old Redskins, and yeah. that's that's not where we're at. Ron Rivera has this team on a new, on uh, moving differently, and to move differently, we're taking our time. Honestly, yep. if Trey Lance falls to us at nineteen, or let me say this: if Trey Lance even goes to like 15 i think ron rivera might be like okay i didn't think he'd fall this far let me jump up to 15 or something like that to get him but to jump up to what everyone's predicting number eight carolina or uh even denver at nine i don't Mm -hmm. see that happening so Mm -hmm. it's if trey lance falls i'm all about it ron rivera is all about it but if he if they're like, oh, we're jumping up to eight or nine to get him or hell, even four, that's ridiculous in itself yeah. right there. It's not going to happen. Right. No. No. And what's up? I, I mean, I, I definitely I do agree with you a little bit there. Uh, like, you know, jumping up the high, I don't think it's reasonable for us right now. Like Rivera has definitely taken the patience of staying where he is and, you know, for taking his picks. And I mean, we will ruin Trey's career if he tries to come here. There really is no point. And I'm not trying to make it a bad thing, but you have two white quarterbacks in front of him. Three. Yeah. You're right. So like the chances of him trying to actually get here would be like two or three years down the road. Hmm. And yeah, it'd be it may be a good learning experience, but I don't think it'll be a good experience for him. And I think he would be at a better chance somewhere else. Now, like he says, if he gets down to 15 and I think there would be like a hidden envelope to like, all right, maybe we can try and go for Trey Lance. But I don't think it's going to be a like a detriment to try and go for him yeah. that far. Not at all. I, I- I honestly feel like this is one of those reports where somebody who wrote, wrote out the report and they just put it Washington in there, but really there's like 20 teams really like Trey Lance and think they might move up for him. You know what right. I mean? Because I haven't heard us say anything about, I mean, liking him or really going after him or really scouting him heavy. You know what I mean? And we have other positions and everything that, like you said, I have everything that at, at Rivera's doing is is against what this report would say. Everything Rivera's doing is kind of like, you know, I got quarterbacks, I'm not going to reach like we were talking about, and I'm going for positions. I'm building a team, not just trying to get me something right now and be like, look at this shiny toy. And it's and I, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's exactly the opposite of the Redskins' move. This is a move that is a Washington football team. We're not doing the stupid stuff being the offseason all-star. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. hey, and look, and with that, I mean, I think that's a perfect question because two weeks, in two weeks, April 29th, it is the draft. It is the draft where all this conjecture, all these things that we've been talking about will finally come to fruition where we will say with the 19th pick, the Washington football team selects. Well, who do we select? You're the GM. You have the 19th pick. What do you do? We just talked about what a lot of the, what Mike Lombardi was talking about, about trading up to potentially get a Trey Lance. We've also talked about potentially trading back, you know, getting somebody, you know, getting some other picks from other teams and potentially picking up maybe a receiver or one of these one of these linebackers that might move back. Or do we just stay put and see what happens? Um, Ab, if you're ready, I'm a no. Nope. Nope, I want to go last. Oh, there we go. I want right, to go so last. Hey, well, then bet. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit it. I'm gonna hit it. I'm I'm gonna start first. Go so ahead, honestly, bro. personally, what I what I would do, um, what I would do personally is I would not trade up for anything. I, I would lie. I would trade. I would like to potentially trade up, but I would not trade up for anything in the top five or ten. I don't want any of these. The, the Lawrence, anything that's going to mortgage a future. A lot of what I like, actually, we all just discussed is if some of these guys, if a Micah Parsons, because I, my main goal right now, and as, as if I'm coming in as GM, is I'm thinking, our, what is our biggest weakness? Our biggest weakness, LB. We need that middle linebacker. We need somebody that's going to make a difference. So right. what I want to do is I'm going to sit at 19 because I think that people could come to 19. However, there is if there is somebody to me that I would switch up and say I'm trading up for them, it would be a Rayshon Slater. It would be a potential lineman or, and this is going to shock y'all, but seeing Al, we just dropped the tight end to pick one. I don't. We all know Kyle Pitts is not going to drop down, but if he were to go past 11 or 12, I would consider making that. Now, that's not – Obviously, that's that's all conjecture. That's all things that we're just thinking. Maybe this will have, maybe that. But if he, Kyle Pitts, would be the type of person as a immediate need that we can get on the field. We already know how good he can be. Um, other than that, I I would uh, potentially trade up for a Rayshon Slater. I really like him in line. I think we can keep him for a couple years. Have him going strong. Um, but it's it's strictly. Position based, position based. But if if everything goes as planned, and all the teams pick as they're going to, and picks gets picked up in you know the top five to seven, you know, and uh, Rayshon Slater potentially gets picked up at you know 10, 11, 9, 10, 11, something like that, and these guys get picked up, I'm sitting right where I'm at, and I'm going for the guy I've talked about, Xavier Collins. I'm looking at Jeremiah OK, and I and that would be the best. That would be the best kind of problem. Having a Jeremiah OK and having a, a Xavier Collins right here and saying, who do I want? I got mm-hmm. a chance to get both, you know, one or the other. So sitting back is definitely the, uh, something that I, I, I've always felt fine with. And I think that's the move we're going to make. Um, but if there was anybody, actually, I'm getting ahead of myself. So I'll say sit. I'm saying sit. I know I said trade up, but I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. So I'm saying I'm sitting right here, waiting for those two linebackers to come, potentially an old lineman, Barrett Tucker. And see if he's there. And what's he doing? 
Wait, so your final answer is uh, stay, stay, stay. Yeah, yeah. My final answer is I'm staying for the linebacker. Um, unless those two get guys are, I'm staying for Xavier Collins or JOK. Okay, okay. Xavier Collins has been my number one from day one, but I'm trying to give y'all a little, diver, little, you know, divvy it up a little bit, you know. So JOK or or Xavier uh, Collins. They put. So where did Tucker come from? You just said Tucker. Well, well, yeah, because Barry Tucker is they. He's been slight. He's been um, in the mock drafts. He's been put at twenty. Right. So if if by chance JOK, I think could potentially go a lot uh, a lot earlier. Um, and I also think that if if people are looking at Xavier Collins like we are, I think that one of those teams um, um, between Dallas at ten. Um, New York at 11 and Philly at 12. I think one of those three teams might snag him in spite of us. So I really feel like if it comes back to it, those those are my three tops. But Xavier is where I'm starting with at 19. Staying put. Okay, go ahead. Okay. All right, Ant, what you yeah. got? So like I've been, uh, we talked about like what kind of what kind of spots we want in our draft, and I've kind of stuck with wide receiver. So having that spot now. Curtis Samuel has made a definite and will make a definite impact to the wide receiver uh, circle that we have. And I mean, I've been stuck on Rondell Moore, you know, for the last couple months, just looking at him. And I've actually also looked at um, Thaddeus Looney or Loney Looney. I think that's his name uh, from Florida. Mm-hmm. Young kid. And I think Tony or Lon- yeah, Lonnie. Who? Oh, Tony. Yes. I think with Curtis and McLaren both helping him out, I think he has a bright future with those mm-hmm. two in front of him. With you know, having that veteran and having that sophomore in football and him just climbing right with them, I think he could be a detriment if you know if we get pick him up. Now in mock drafts, I've seen him as high as, like, what, 13, 12 on some people's list. But I've seen him also as low as 22. So I really think we could benefit if he hits at the 19 spot. I don't want to move up for anybody else because that would mean we're trying to make majority make one position our main goal. And I don't think that's Rivera's mainstream. That does, He doesn't want that. He wants to make the whole team work together, fluid. He doesn't like we've been saying. He doesn't want to go for that big guy. He's not drop dropping everything or trades to just go for this one dude. He's all right if this lands in my lap, I'm gonna like it. But I'm gonna stick with those two, Rondell Moore and and Thaddeus to- and uh, Tooney, because those two could literally learn from our whole wash our, our wide receiver roster. Dar- yeah, Kadarius Tony. Now, let me ask you this. Would you trade back? Because I, I think Rondell potentially – I'm pretty yeah. sure Rondell is going to be there even through the second round. Would yeah. you potentially trade back and see what you can get picks and see if you can push back to see if you can wait and get him? No. Because a, a 19 – well, go ahead. I wouldn't just because, yeah, he's talented to grow, but we're set right now. We just need somebody that's going to learn with them. And that's why I say I'm not going to move anywhere. Like, I'm not going to move down. I'm not going to move up for somebody. Like, if we find – if those two literally fall – still have not been taken up, I'm taking one of them. 
He said those two. Which two again? Darius Tony and um, and Rondell Moore. Moore. Okay. No. Like those have been two kids I've been I've been looking at, and I think just because Samuel making a big impact, you know, with McLaren now that they're what college guys working together now on the same team, like. As much as I want to be okay with that, that was the Haskins-McLaren thing last year, and now this year we're trying to have this again. So, like, is it really that much of an impact to have two teammates on the same team? Yeah, but um, Samuels is is better. He's proven. I mean, Um, we'll see. That's another (laughs) argument that we're not (laughs) – even doing right now, y'all need hey, to stop. I'm trying to be good right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just say that in respect to the new So I am. Yeah, I, all right, I see it. So you're staying put. Darius Tony, Rondell Moore. I'm good. I'm all good right. with that. Why don't you? I like that. No, I will. All right, I'm I'm boring. You guys know my answer here. <laughs> Left tackle Christian Derisaw yeah. from Virginia Tech. Yep. If he's not there, I would look into the dude that you mumbled at the very end there, Sean Vera Tucker yep. from USC because he can play tackle guard. You don't know, and with Sadiq Charles, he can play tackle guard. We don't know. Um, I think he, they can be a, an improvement over Cornelius Lucas which will make the line better, which will make Gibson better, which will make Fitzpatrick better, which gets the receivers open. I think that would is key for us. And I also go left tackle because this is contrary to what we all say on here. But two reporters that I, I respect a lot with the team, Ben Standig, John Kime, have said that they, the team is higher on John Bostic than we are as fans. And that they do not see us necessarily going linebacker like we all thought wow. we, we needed to because they actually think that Bostic is better and improved as the year went on. There's still a linebacker hole there. But as you know, in the beginning of the offseason, we were, I mean, I was with y'all saying we got to, we need two linebackers. Doesn't necessarily seem like, you know, between Holcomb and Bostic, that they feel the same way. So right, I'm right. so hearing that I'm thinking left tackle, improve it. Let's get our Trent Williams for the next ten years. Mm. Let's hope that Darisaw and Tucker are are our Trent Williams for the next ten years, and let's yeah. improve slowly improve that offensive line. Gotcha. So you got left tackle. All right, and what you got, man? All right. So just to recap, recap right now, Sean, yep. you got who? Line. Linebacker, I got linebacker Xavion uh, Collins, or uh, or, uh, or Jeremiah. Okay, yeah, J. Okay, and you got locker room guys, um, Anton, right? Like there is support. Wow, locker room guys. <laughs> that's that's you got you got locker room guys. Yeah, guys. That's not what you said. Wow. <laughs> you got receivers. Yeah. <laughs> Come so on, I mean, got, come on, bring, bring, come on, bring it. So Kadarius Tony and for your useless facts. Rondell Moore, Rondell Moore, Rondell Moore. Okay, um, Kadarius Tony, uh, he'll be drafted in the first round, I believe. 
second uh Rondell Moore definitely definitely second round and I think it's a reach to try to draft him in the first round mm. and especially with as deep as the wide receiver class is this year especially for slot receivers I don't see a, I don't see that being a priority and staying put at 19. So I mean I, I'm 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 poking fun, but that's, at the, but same that's time, the one reason why we're going at you know at your Rivera reason. Like he wants something to follow his lap. He doesn't he doesn't he's not seeking one person. And I think those two would, if they were to go the first round, I think he would choose them. But if anything, we would trade back because Ron Rivera also puts the factor in is that this wide receiver class is really deep. It's yeah. so deep that we probably won't even go wide receiver in the first two rounds. Like mm. I'm, I'm, I'm putting that, putting that out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? So, um, so who are you man, going with? Can I finish? I'm waiting. Can I finish? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what did you say? He's gonna mute himself. He's mute. <laughs> as far as offensive line, I don't see that go. Like I don't see that being the move either. I think uh, I think we got at least one offensive lineman that we really like, or at least want to see what they got before we move somebody else in. It's good to have another person. I think it's always good to have depth there, but. But Sadiq Charles didn't even have a chance. He he played one one play before he was on IR, and I mm -hmm. think they really want to try and see what that dude has. Honestly, mm -hmm. I I agree with you on Bostic. I never thought of us releasing Bostic. I like Bostic as far as um, as a player. I what was he number one or number two in tackles on our team? Mm -hmm. um, he was up there, and he's fairly cheap too. So um, I like that move. Honestly, I like linebacker. I don't like to me, just like you said, Sean, JOK is has the potential of being taken up 10, 11, 12, 13, especially at least by uh, Las Vegas Rams, uh, not Las, Las Vegas uh, Raiders. Yeah. I think I think like they need help on defense immensely. Yeah. If I'm gonna say some, if I'm if I if I have to pick, I'm picking. Uh, we're gonna have to trade back, and mm -hmm. it, and let me just say this first. I think it depends. It really does depend on every everyone that that is picked up mm -hmm. and everything yeah. like that. Just like you said, Sean. If um, you said it would be surprise. I don't think it is a surprise. I if Pitts falls, I think that's a move that we would literally jump yep. on. Yep. I. I honestly wholeheartedly believe that. And it's just the guy's potential. And then add that to Logan, Logan uh, Thomas. That is, that's yeah. awesome. But if I he, agree. but to me, I don't think he falls out of 10. 
He doesn't fall out of 10. And honestly, I don't see us moving up for anybody unless they fall. And that the only person I can really think of that will fall is Trey Lance or Justin Fields. And for us to try to uh, for the, the later teams that we're not really even talking about, New Orleans uh, Saints. Like, honestly, I know that they they got the two quarterbacks, but I don't think they're too sure on either of them. So right. I think they might – they jumped up a few years ago for uh, Davenport and uh, the defensive end. And so they're they're known to jump, jump forward, make – like for what they think is um, a good move for their team, um, for what the future they think is on their team, especially they don't have a quarterback – if Trey Lance falls, I think we should look for the New uh, New, Orleans, New Orleans Saints to jump um, jump us, jump up a few teams to try to get them. So mm-hmm. uh, we need to also look at Chicago Bears for jumping for Trey Lance too. I think they're more desperate than we are. They're more likely to jump. So mm-hmm. I so my pick, I like to me, we trading back. And if we're trading back, we're going to trade back for a linebacker. Okay. So you're saying we should shop that pick. We should shop it to try to see who's what, what people are looking for, like what people are trying to offer us for the 19. I say – no, what I say is I think we should sit back mm-hmm. and see what the scenario is because I don't think it's just one sure plan for what this draft is. I think it's mm-hmm. – Literally to see what everyone draft. I'm yeah, sorry. You want to play it by ear for the draft? Yeah, like literally see what everyone else else is doing, and then you know what I'm saying like it's like you know how I said uh, a few weeks ago. I said Miami Dolphins are playing. Was it Miami Dolphins uh, that did the two trades? Mm-hmm. Was that them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're playing chess while we're all playing checkers, while we're all playing yep. Uno. Like, literally, yeah. <laughs> like, these guys are doing, like, and that's what we need to do is see what these other teams are doing and they then do. move like that, you know, see what yeah. the best case scenario is. So you're playing, yeah, so you're playing it by ear. See what arrives, you know, when it arrives and see how everything. I understand but, but when it's time for you to pick, you're saying linebacker. Linebacker. Whether it's 19, 24, 26, whatever pick it is, you want linebacker? I I want that, but to yeah. me, I think well, – yeah, That's the question. If you're yeah. the GM, you want really the GM. Yeah, you're the GM. You're the GM. So at that pick, where that's what we're saying. Who would you pick? Like just to pick a player. Like that, that was the question. You were the GM, and like we know – like we know how it could potentially play out, and everything's based on the trades. But who would you go with when I when I trade back? Yeah. When I trade back, I'm going to pick. Yeah, I yeah I had to say linebacker. Still, uh, I would say still say uh, linebacker. Um, I I'd even say move back into the second round for a linebacker too. Like honestly, we're talking about future of our team. We could yeah. always get our franchise quarterback next year with all those extra draft picks from moving back this year. So exactly. we do that. 
We like honestly, we don't have to get Xavier Collins. We don't have to get uh, Jeremiah. Okay, we could get a uh, Jamin Davis. Is that his name? Jame- yeah, Jack from yeah, that's what Jack was saying last week. Yeah. yeah, from Kentucky, we can get him in the second round by the same. Mm-hmm. By that time, we pray back twice. Yeah, you see, what I'm saying that's and that's yeah. this year's picks and next year's picks. So I'm, yeah. I'm you get what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I know. I know. I like that. I agree with that. Let's let's get some more picks. Let's definitely. I, do hope, because- I hope. I mean, we we always say let's trade back because, like you say, in if the philosophy is spot on. I hope that nineteen there is somebody that has slipped that someone else would want. You know, because you when you start to hit that late teens, early twenties, you're kind of getting in that like, does somebody fall or are you kind of in that like, eh, just pick right. somebody. You know, yeah. It's not as attractive. But this is another thing, too. It's a lot of teams from the early second round that are trying to jump into the first round to get yeah, that fifth-year option. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's what you, that's what you that guys – That is key. Yeah, so a lot of teams mm-hmm. will be like, okay, we want a really good guy. Because what you guys said earlier is that um, – what you guys didn't add in is that first round, when you get a, when you pick first round, that's a starter. That's yeah. essentially who you are trying to get to start on your team. And um, that's where I disagree with you, Anton. And, and no poking fun at all. I'm not I'm not trying to make fun of you at all or anything. But when you pick first round, essentially you're picking a starter, immediate day one starter. You're not looking for somebody to sit behind, ex- i.e. not quarterback. Like, right. that, it, like you can do that with quarterback. Any other position, no. We're looking for a starter, so that's 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 what's essential when you're uh, picking in the first round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I and and so to elaborate more on this question, I have to then ask the question, and I'm gonna come to you, Ab, because like you already answered it, and I kind of wanted to cut you off and just segue into it because you already I'm answered sorry, it. Bro. No, no, you're good. No, you're perfect. That's the perfect part of the conversation because you were talking about. If there was a player, you know, there's nobody that we're, we're all kind of in agreement. There's nobody that we're really like, we're going to move up and get this guy. Nobody, we're, we're all kind of in this place. And from what I hear is that we are fine and we think we're going to sit where we're at, see all the chaos that unfolds in, in front of us. And unless somebody like a Justin Fields or a, or Kyle Pitts drops to us, we're not going to make that move. But is Kyle, is, is who else is it, Ab? Is Kyle Pitts the only guy? That you would move up for, um, or Justin Fields if he dropped below a ten. Like, is there anybody that you would say, "Yeah, I will, I will give you a couple players to do that," or it is de- it just no? Like to me, it depends on how far we're moving up. That that's right. literally what it is, and it, right. de- it depends like how far we're moving up and how far they fell. Like you know, what I'm saying like Pitts. Everyone's just talking about Pitts being the first non-quarterback. To be picked up, you know what I'm saying? Like he's being discussed as the first uh, um, player before even uh, Jamar Chase, the first wide receiver being picked up. So to me, if this guy falls into the tens, eleven, twelve, dude, yeah, that's when you got to make that jump. You you really really do. Um, and Washington Redskins, um, I'm sorry, uh, Washington football team. We're known for picking up people that slide. Like yeah. it's the last few years, 
Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, um, uh, Dwayne Haskins. What's up? Montez Sweat. Montez Sweat. Like, all these guys fell. These Mm -hmm. guys slid down, like, the first round. And we're like, we jumped on these guys. To me, it's the same thing. If uh, one of these players that are, like, we're, like, uh, they're sliding, I think that's when we, and, like, and we don't want to take that chance of someone else picking them up. Yeah, I think you make that move. Pitts, um, if uh, one of the, the premier offensive tackles slid, okay, uh, Slater or uh, the guy from Oregon. Um, yeah. One of the wide receivers. And I'm not talking about the second ones that we're all been discussing, like, Bateman, Rondell, um, uh, Tony. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking like a Waddle or Chase or, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Devonta Smith. Yeah. Yeah. If one of them falls, that's when you're, that's when you'd be like, okay, I'm going to reconsider me moving up. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Will, what you think, man? Yeah, so I'm going to go against what I said in the last segment. The guy that I would trade up to to go get, if you're trading up a couple picks, is if Micah Parsons falls past all the NFC East teams, 10, 11, 12. So from 13 on, I would look to give up, you know, if it's going to give up your second round pick this year or next year, whatever it takes, I would go up a couple spots to get him because while I say, while I say they like Bostic and Holcomb and they don't need this linebacker, he is a three-down linebacker. He could play outside. He could play inside. He's versatile. And, I mean, I will say I have flashbacks of watching him and is he going to turn into LeVar Arrington, who, in my opinion, was not a successful NFL player. Um, so I have some some concerns about it. But but he's got this ability, you know, that that – I think he could make an impact on that second level to where I would, I would look into him and I just hope I don't understand some of the mocks saying like Detroit should look at him at number seven because their defense was so horrid. Um, I just wonder, can, can that position make that big an impact for that defense or should they be looking elsewhere? You know, should they be looking at helping Goff with the, of the, a stud wide receiver or pits falls or a left tackle, or I'm going to mute you, Anton. I see you're trying to talk. <laughs> I'm going to hit you. Yeah. I see you going oh, after me. That, that, that's, that's this guy right we're now. The wrong guy. But yeah, so middle linebacker. So Micah, Micah Parson is a middle linebacker. Like he's uh, he both. Like he's he the, he's the, he's the uh, general on the defense. Essentially, that's what that position is. He's the, he's the Peyton Manning of the defense. And so mm-hmm. to me, would you still hold him in, rega- in that high regards with his character issues? Because that's the only reason why a lot of teams see him falling is because mm-hmm. he um, – if you're – it's like one thing to have the talent, but to – if you're going to get in the league and do a, a who's our middle linebacker that uh, we picked from San Francisco? Ruben Foster. Ruben, Fo- if you're going to do a Ruben Foster, what's the point of picking you up in the first round if you're right. just going to shit shit your opportunity out 
in a matter of two years. Well, I will tell you, you know that you know Ron Rivera isn't going to touch someone like that, like right. a Ruben Foster. Now, I, I thought I did hear. You, that's, I'm not saying Ron Rivera. I'm just saying you. Like, would you still hold him in high regards, knowing that you know? Yeah, and well, I think you'd have to learn about. I think every situation is different. Every what people get in trouble for. I think there's there's levels of what people get in trouble for, and and is this likely to return, come back? You know, like there were warning signs on various guys that we ignored. You know, right. stuff like that. There there were some warning signs on on Ruben Foster that that either San Francisco ignored or we ignored big time. Um, I, I don't. I'm not t- so familiar with the Parsons situation. I heard there was some type of like fight among teammates or whatnot. So you know, I, I can't speak as to not knowing it. But I, I'm just when I'm talking like ability wise, he would be the okay. type of player where I'd say like, you know what? While I don't think they're going linebacker, he would be the type of player that could make a big impact. And I'd say he's worth giving up some. Okay. Nice. And what you got, man? Um, I mean, I, I, I didn't see a lot for myself to really like go for and, and against what these guys are saying for a linebacker, I really feel like if we were going to trade up name, that's been popping out to me is JC Horn. And that's the kid from South Carolina. Mm -hmm. He's been actually popping up higher and higher in the list of I've been seeing from like a month ago. So either he's doing really good at the combine or he's making a good impression with somebody on the coaches staff. And I feel like with, you know, our, our kind of growth of, of defense that we're getting right now, I think he would be really good to start with us next year. He's got the young legs. He's great in zone. I mean, he, he's a great reader. So he knows where that quarterback's going to throw. And I think, you know, four games down the road, I think he could really benefit our defense. So if JC I could- Horn is coming from DBU. So that is a great selection there, Anton. He <laughs> would be a Carolina. great football player. I mean, I just, I like, there's some names where, like, you don't see them the first couple weeks of mock draft, and then you see their name creep up. Mm-hmm. And as much as I want to say we do need an offensive line for the backside, you know, I think we do need a little bit of help in that defense, in that CB area. And we haven't, you know, we've been going back and forth with Moorhead, with Fuller, and all this other stuff. And I think he could probably make a big name for himself there. Hmm. I like that. I like that. Honestly, I like what you're saying, Adam. I, I, I completely agree with you on Pitts. Pitts, Pitts to me is that guy. Like he, if he, if somebody, some way, shape, or form, he drops to anywhere under 10, 11, 12, because you know, those are division rivals, so they're not gonna give it to us. Drops to a 13, we need to be all, all over that. We definitely need to be all over that because I think he could be a game-changing tight end. Um, Penny Sewell's another one. I mean, everybody still has him at, you know, five. They still have him very high in the draft. But, I mean, let's be honest, he has he was off of a year. Him and Chase sat last year with the whole COVID protocol. So that's a year of rust. So I don't know. Maybe if he slips, maybe he slips down, I would I would move up uh, after, after again, after 13 to pick him up. Um but then you have the you have the Jalen Waddles, 
you have those guys. Like, those, those three guys on the top of my head right now. I think, actually, Panay Sewell, Kyle Pitts, or Jamar Chase. I don't think – I just don't think there's any chance of Jamar Chase dropping. But I can I can see a Jalen Wilder or a Devontae Smith still, like, either dropping or dropping enough to where we're kind of like – that's if there's a right trade in out there, right. if there's a trade that we don't lose too much capital on, I think that the fact that we have not been doing so much and we have been kind of real quiet, I think that would be perfect to jump up and get a game-changing player like that. I right. do. Um, now, with that being said, we've seen who we're going to go up for. We all picked. We all came and say who we want. I went with linebacker. Adwin was wide out. Um uh, uh, or Ab, you went with linebacker dropping back in the draft or seeing how it plays out. Will, you went with left tackle. And Anton, you went with wide out. Um, but, and, uh, and I'm a, Anton, I'm going to come to you first. Is there, if, if you're sitting at 19, you don't move up, you don't move back, who, what player that if he dropped in your lap, you would say, forget wide receiver, forget whoever else. I'm going to get this guy. That, that's a that's a good one. You mean come back to you? Very good question. That's a that's a good question. Honestly, like as as hard as it is to you know we we discussed it. Like that's a good thing to think about. And not, I mean, Justin Fields, like if with whatever tra- strategy there is, and that man lands on a lap after Lawrence gets picked. You've got other quarterbacks that might go in front of them. Like, that's like one. It's like, okay, yoink, let me get him right now. Like, that would be one. Yep. Yep. I like that. Will, what you got, man? Yeah, so this this reminds me of um, of just Dallas last year where um, C.D. Lamb all of a sudden they were like, Whoa, what? Uh, all right, let's get him. Yeah. You know, I think they were shocked by it. Um, and so we've said their names. Um, and I have like two positions that, that I was thinking with this. Um, Anton, you said it. Corner. If one, if if for some reason J.C. Horn or because of this back surgery, Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech, if he slid, I'll I'll tell you, folks. Um, between the Giants and what they may do in the draft here, if they get one of these stud receivers, and the Cowboys. We are one injury away from Jimmy Moreland being the starting corner. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, that has a little bit of concern to me. Where, yeah. like, if, if, a, if a J.C. Horn or Caleb Farley was there at 19, I may say, now, wait a minute. This provides some versatility. Kendall Fuller can slide to free safety when on specific downs. We can bring, you know, we already, you know, that may make me say, we need to look at one of these stud corners. Yeah would be if either one of those two receivers from Bama fell because, you know, and I, I, I thought you said it great to what Anton was saying. We're like, Anton, I thought some of the guys you were talking about were players we had, you know, um, they're good players. I think they're going to be great, great NFL receivers, but it's like, we have that in Curtis Samuel, but those two dudes from, from Bama are ones and they're fast. And if you can let them go to the outside, which means Curtis Samuel slide to the slot you know, where he thrived in Carolina, that's going to yeah. change your offense as well. So um, corner would be my first one. But if, like, Jalen Waddle fell to us, at, was there at 19, I might say, well, we'll get a left tackle later. Yep. Yep. Uh, what you thinking? Um, 
both. Uh, so you said cornerback cor and uh, wide receiver, like those. Um, those were. Those are uh, good arguments right there. Like honestly, like I I can't even argue at all with what they said. Like Waddle or J.C. Horn or is that what she said? Anton was yeah, like a cornerback. Yeah. Um. No, that's absolutely correct. Like you, like there's nothing wrong with thinking that way. Honestly, I'm gonna just say quarterback. Uh, it's literally quarterback. If one one of the top five quarterbacks fall. To us, you have to do that. Yeah. And yes. I mean, I, I've yes. been saying that. I, I I said that earlier today, and I was like, you know, what I'm saying like it just depends on how everything falls. Like, especially our team, we always pick up team uh, the players that are that fall that fall to us, like mm -hmm. that have a high grade, and they just like, how did the hell did they fall out of the first ten? Yeah. Like we we right. were known for we picking those guys. And so if one of the top five quarterbacks, like, because I, I even said it when we first started talking, I said that I even, I don't know if you recall it, but I said there's going to be four quarterbacks taken in the first four picks. So um, if the fifth quarterback doesn't fall, out, like doesn't get out of the top 10 and he falls to us, that's what we're taking. It, yeah. it's, just, it's too good of an opportunity for for that to happen and i mean i'm gonna wish for justin to fall right in our lap so i mean i'm gonna wish for that could happen yeah i mean i can see like to who, me who i can see choose? one of this happening who would you go for trey or justin since we talked honestly i i edge it i edge it because of for justin i do but at the same time, it shouldn't be an edge. It really shouldn't. Like I think, I think Justin is legit, legit. But I'm a little reluctant because he's from Ohio State, and mm -hmm. that's my, that's like that's my makeup. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I, I yeah, think everybody I, Fields is the real deal. I really do. Yeah. yeah. I, I I mean that I you 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 took mine. I appreciate you doing that. You you already called it out. Quarterback. It, I mean, it has to be if Trey if Trey Lance or Justin Fields fall to us, I don't care who's on the draft board. Yo, pull the trigger, get them. Right. You know what I mean? You don't pass on that. Yeah, if somebody's coming off us, his boat to make that pick. Huh? I said somebody's coming off his boat to make that pick. Oh, yeah. right. well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> coming off the yacht. You know, so right. <laughs> you He's know. gonna be like, "Oh, we got him. Okay, yeah. I'll take that." And then, and then he will go right to the press conference and say, "I made this pick. I did this. Look what Run I." Their phone goes dead, and they can't yeah. call in. <laughs> yeah, Snyder's dialing in from his from. If I can't control my team, I can't <laughs> look. Yeah, it's 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 that. If you got to go that, if they drop that fall, them or a Kyle Pitts, they drop that fall. You got to go for that. I absolutely, I love, I love what y'all are saying with corner. Um, Patrick Sertan is another one. If he right. drops down. I yeah. want him. I would. I would love yeah. to. I would love to take him. Um, I, but it, it stays there. Quarterback or Kyle Pitts. 
those three right now, I'm an offensive guy. Ab, you and I are running backs. So I love those guys. One other person I would think I, I would say, it, and I, I know we got Gibson. I love him. I know we got McKissick, and I love him. But if Najee Harris somehow falls down to 19, ah, I know. I, I know. This is just me. I know. But I just falls. He is going to fall. Well, I know. Him and ETN are, are looked at, at at 16, 17. No, so, I, I'll tell you this, Sean. I'd be surprised if they get picked up in the that's any running back gets picked up in the first round. Yeah. I'd I didn't see that before Harris. Second round. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's still think he'd be a three a three down back. So I could see him going first. Right. But Harris, does Harris fit you know what Washington's doing? Well, no, well, no, no. But and, and there's another one that I wanted, and I'm gonna talk about this next week. Chuba Hubbard at Oklahoma State. I know he's got that knee issue, but he's not going to get in the first round. He's most right. likely with the, with the knee injury, he's not going to get in the second round. So I think we can pick him up later in the field, but we will address that next week. Ladies and gentlemen, tune in because next week will be one week away from the draft, which is April 29th, ladies and gentlemen. And next week, we will give you our first four picks. In the draft, our first round, our second round, and our two third round picks, we will pick these players that we are thinking we're going to pick up in this draft. You've seen what we like this week. We've, we've documented what we think we should do, what direction we think we're going to make, and what move we're going to make. Uh, I think for the most part, we're most mostly in agreement with a little bit different, but at the same time, everything that we've said and discussed today, I can honestly see us somewhat making that move. Um, I, I agree on the right what you guys were saying about the wideouts. Um, and that's why I was asking you, Anton, if you would think we should move back because I think that there'll be Tony, maybe not, maybe is, but Rondell Moore, I think he's going to be available later. I love him, absolutely love him, but I think we can wait till second round, um, to scoop him up. Yeah. So definitely yeah. stay tuned for that, ladies and gentlemen, because as we get closer to the draft, we're going to get more specific on who we are interested in, who do we think is going to make our team better. Because that's where we're at right now, ladies and gentlemen. We yeah. need to make our team better. Because we love all this off-season stuff, but when it gets to August, when it gets to September, and, and you know, the helmets start strapping on and we start hitting, you know, we need a good product on the field because we need it, guys. <laughs> we've had some rough years, but we are the division champs. So I will say that. I will say that. <laughs> Hey, but look, guys, hey, this has been another great episode, man. And as we get closer to the drafts, it just it just gets more exciting. Mm -hmm. You know, just just shaking in my boots, waiting for the good stuff to happen, mm -hmm. man. Waiting for the good stuff to happen. And and I gotta and I gotta say, man, I, I'm so glad. I'm so glad I got to see my man's face today. I got to see him <laughs> for a full show. And, and and hopefully we didn't, you know, hopefully we didn't haze you too bad on your welcome back tour. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, I'll dust it off. I'll, I'll, I'll dust it off for right now. Hey, Sean, his Yo. nickname now is Stranger Danger. Like, we should just call him Stranger Danger now. Like, that's, that's, that's it. <laughs> Stranger Danger. <laughs> Let's get it. Let's Mr. get Moral it. Yo, any, anything else on your mind? Anything else? No. Or, yeah, yeah. Guys, it's been nah. another um yo. 
Uh, no, uh, I just want to say I appreciate all of you, even you, Anton. Like, honestly, like, it's it's been a blessing, for real. Yep. Like, honestly, you guys, uh, I look forward to this every week. And, uh, yeah. that, I mean, I appreciate you guys. I don't like you so much, but I appreciate you. <laughs> so, like, um, but thank I you. Hey, hey, but I'll say this and as well, you know, love-hate relationship. You be safe on that trip, brother. Like, yeah, look out. We we're will gonna miss you next week. We need we need to record your your picks so we can right. include them. Yes, uh, so yeah. Carl so, next week too. So yeah, so everyone out there, I'm not gonna be here next week. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I gotta go you. on the road. But um, Sean, Anton, <laughs> hopefully, and Will will. <laughs> We'll definitely hold it down while I'm, while I'm not here. You know what I mean? So they they put on a great show and everything like that. Honestly, these guys uh, these guys are awesome, man. They're gonna give it to you right. And I'm I'm gonna still give my picks, just like Sean said. My top four. You said yeah. top four. Yeah. I'm first, yeah. Four the first picks. round, second round, and the two third round picks. Um, maybe I can. Because I'll be on the road by then, so maybe I can call in, maybe Sean. Yeah. So we'll we'll yeah. figure it out. But yeah, honestly, we'll, we'll he's talk not about it. Gonna do it right for you. Yeah, we're gonna be okay. a love fest next week, Ab. Without right. you here, we're gonna agree on everything. We're not gonna have an Oreo moment next week. Okay? Y'all gonna have a circle jerk. That's, That's a great <laughs> Kumbaya all next week. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen, because it will be a kumbaya moment. Oh, all right. Yes. And and I got to shout out. The people have been watching. Shout out to my man, Anthony Handy. Nick and Delilah, definitely check this out. James, Soul Soul Power Barbers, check this out. Joe Schaefer, check this out. Uh, Josh Epperson was on there. Dave was checking us out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know, Josh Everson checked this out, man. We got people watching. We so appreciate y'all watching because, like Ab said, this is therapy for us. Every week we sit here and wait for Wednesday like it's payday. All right, like it's like this is it. This is therapy, and with everything that goes on, this is a place where we can come back to and just be like, <sighs> you know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> just take a breath, man. Take a breath. Let's go. All right, but look, we got to leave you guys, man. You already know what it is. I'm Sean Spencer. Over to my right, Mr. Moral Support, Mr. Stranger Danger, Anton Benton. Yeah. <laughs> you already know about South Carolina, South Carolina's own eggplant dub cake, Will Kramer. Hey, and Mr. Moist, Mr. Shirtless Wonder, Av in the building. Let's get it done. Yes, sir. Oh, man. Hey, Yo, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back with you next week talking the draft. Can't wait. Tune in. Look forward to it, guys. All right, guys. Be blessed.